If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Appreciate you joining us. Happy Balls with Wednesday. I'm Jeff. That is Tom. And there is Director Matthew on Twitter. Touch a Cameron show. If uh, you're listening or watching, I should say, on Warchant TV, make sure you like and subscribe. Pass it along. Let everybody know. Hey, hey, here's the here's the goods. These are the nuts right here. Here it is. There we go. Good stuff. So, a uh, couple questions that I want to answer before moving forward here with some football stuff. Tom uh, Wilmer wants to know. R. Wilmer wants to know. Uh, does anybody have any indications of how Link feels about his roommate being let go? Well, the only public statements he's made about that is that, um, you know, he, he he's told uh, the press when he was asked specifically about the FSU job um, that, you know, hey, look, I, you know, obviously that's a unique place, a lot of feelings and, and a history there, and um, the guy that was just let go is my old roommate, so obviously I'm you know, concerned for him. So, I mean, he did the professional denial and he did the professional and courteous and I think heartfelt thing by at least acknowledging that somebody he cares for is out of a job uh, but uh, I don't think that that really alters anything the bottom line is if you're Link Jarrett you grew up in Tallahassee and your parents are here and you played here and you have a love of the place it's in your blood you care deeply you grew up going to games long before you were ever a player you're well aware of its histories, uh, the, the, the problems that, uh, that are here as well, and all the pluses. Um, you've probably dreamt of someday uh, being the head coach at Florida State, no doubt, just as you dreamt of being a player. And if the opportunity presents itself uh, for whatever reason, and in this case you might even think it's unfortunate that it presents itself because of what happened with your old roommate, you're still going to listen. You're still going to take that call. You're still going to sit down and think about what this means and whether or not it's a good time for you to move your family back to Tallahassee and take the Florida State job if it's offered to you. Of course you are. Uh, and and you'd, be, you'd be silly not to. Uh, and, and, and listen, this is the other thing that I want to clear up because this has come up on my timeline quite a bit. I don't check Twitter the way I used to, so sometimes things get asked of me and I, forgive me, I don't always look at it. I, I forget or uh, I mean to go back to it and, and I, I forget. But a couple of you were like of the mindset that this was going to become some sort of bidding war between Florida State and Notre Dame, and therefore, and this is very much a football mentality, therefore Florida State has zero chance. Well, yes, no, there isn't a school in the country not named like Harvard or Stanford and maybe Texas A&M 
a couple of others that would be able to compete in a bidding war with Notre Dame if, if everything about this job was solely the money. But it's not. It's not. And secondarily, Notre Dame doesn't even care about baseball. If you don't believe me, check out their facilities. They suck. And the people don't go to games. If you don't believe me, go look at their attendance records. So people don't go to the games. The facilities are second rate. Notre Dame is a rich school, true, and they care about a lot of things. Baseball don't seem to be one of them. So do they appreciate the work that Link Jarrett has done? I think so. Who wouldn't? The guy's an employee of your school, and he's taking you to the College World Series. Bravo. Job well done. Would they be willing to give him a raise for that effort? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I would think they probably would be willing to give him a raise. Are they going to break the bank to keep Link Jarrett no, they're not. They don't pay their baseball coaches the way they pay their football coaches. They don't, they don't have the same sort of interest level. It's not a place that a lot of people want to move to and play, play baseball. It's, it's cold. It's sorry. It's just not a great place. And so I don't think the competition is, is solely about, hey, they're going to pay him an exorbitant fee. Are we willing to do that? No, I don't think they are going to pay him an exorbitant fee. I think we have to be willing to match – uh, some other players in this instance. And that other player, to me, would have been Clemson. Clemson does have money, uh, and maybe they're now making uh, an effort to care more about baseball. It would appear that they are making an effort to care more about baseball, hence their interest in Link Jarrett, hence their interest in Eric Bakich. And, uh, and so something happened up at Clemson in which they decided we're going to make a move to improve our status in this sport. Uh, and that's how word got out that they were interested in Link. So the fact that they today hired Michigan's coach, Eric Bakich, to come to Clemson means that one of your chief competitors is out of the running. And Clemson does have more money than Florida State and could have paid more money, I do believe, than Florida State. And now they're out of the running. So you're now competing with Notre Dame who I will assert is not going to break the bank for their baseball coach. They're going to thank him for his services, say job well done, pat him on the back, and wish him well as he returns to his alma mater. That's what I think they're going to do. I don't have that on lockdown. I'm not telling you that that is a 100% guarantee. But if I'm reading the clues here, it seems to me we're in real good position. I think we're in real good position. Now, could something break down in the negotiation? Could something else happen? that uh, I can't anticipate? Sure, I suppose. I mean, I'll give you a, a hypothetical, just a hypothetical. So Link, let's say, really wants the job. I think we've established that he really wants the job. I think we, I mean, listen, who wouldn't want to return to their alma mater, a place where they played and loved and grew up watching, right? We all would want that. So just common sense tells you that at the very least, you'd have a lot of interest, unless you hated your time in school. But, you know, most people, it's, it's a chance, especially a storied program like this, You'd think he'd want to come back. All right, so let's just assume he does. I think it's a safe assumption. And say he sits down with Michael Alford and says, you know, his agent says, we want a million dollars. I mean, that's, that's very expensive for a college baseball coach. That's a lot of money. And, you know, I don't know what we're willing to pay, but that's a lot of money. But let's say they say, well, you know, Link, uh, how about we do this? How about... We do eight hundred thousand. We, you know, we we double what we were paying the previous baseball coach. We give you eight hundred thousand dollars a year, and the other two hundred thousand that we would have put in your salary, we'll put into Dickhauser Stadium and improve the facilities. 
So here now we're in a negotiation. Now we're having, right? And he says, no, no, I want $1 million plus you have to renovate the stadium. Well, now you can see where now maybe we are in a bit of a bind here. Maybe, maybe. So I'm just throwing hypotheticals out there, guys. I don't know the answer. Again, this will get, somebody will take this and they'll take a soundbite out of context and they'll end up running with this that I said he's guaranteed to come and that, you know, whatever. I think the chances are very good. I think it's likely that he comes, but it's not a 100% guarantee. And we all want guarantees. Everybody does. Everybody's walking around. Can you guarantee it? Can you guarantee it? Well, things happen. I mean, I, I guess there could be an unforeseen situation or snag in that negotiation, I suppose. If he goes on, for I'll give you another one. If, for example, and I hate presenting all these roadblocks, but if, for example, they win the national championship, what if Notre Dame wins the national championship? With those facilities, this guy wins the national championship. Well, I might suggest there'd be quite a few teams that would be interested in talking to him at that point. And now the pool of teams isn't just Florida State and Clemson. And Clemson's moved on as of today because of the hire of Eric Backage. But if, if let's just say, whereas before it was Notre Dame, Florida State, and Clemson, that guy wins a national title, I don't know, maybe there's two other names. And what if one of those other names are an SEC school and they're willing to pay exorbitantly? You might have a problem. That's always going to be the reality. You might have a problem if that happens. But Texas a and is very happy with their coach. In fact, a and in the College World Series. He ain't going anywhere. And they're one of those teams that pays way beyond whatever the market is. Uh, Texas went on, moved on, got to the College World Series. They're not in a position to want to move uh, their coach, and they would be a university that could afford to pay an exorbitant fee. Uh, where else are you looking? Like a name program, like a good program. Because remember, if your heart and your mind and your love and your affinity is for Florida State, this other thing, whatever this potential hypothetical school is, say, I don't, any SEC school, whatever, I mean, Arkansas is not firing their coach, so I, I don't know where you're going, but let's say Georgia decides they're going to fire their coach and they want to bring him in. Well, man, listen, he's going to be leaning heavily to Florida State. Georgia would have to you know, be willing to double Florida State's money. I just don't see it happening. My hope is that when, if and when, he's the guy or whoever the next guy is. And and I agree with you that it's, I mean, it's so heavy of a lean, I'm almost falling over. That's the way I feel personally about it right now. Not with inside intel. It's just, again, Clemson's clearly been told no by somebody mm-hmm. in, in his camp. It's just, I, I hope that the passion for FSU baseball as a program is there from the fan base on the level it's been for this whole dramatic situation of the firing of Mike Martin Jr., because if you look at the numbers of interactions on stories or the video that we had when the news was breaking on Friday, I don't know that we could have done 10 or 11 pieces of uh, website content or video content, and they could have been at high leverage times in the season, after sweeping Miami or whatever it is, and you added up those 10 things together, they wouldn't have reached the amount of interest and interactivity that the fan base has had with this storyline. Well, which tells me that a humongous segment of the fan base has been dormant, even when it was handed off from Eleven to his son. There's a huge segment of the fan base that is dormant and did not care. So my hope is, at this point, with this development, whatever whoever the next hire is, that in two or three years' time, when we're talking we're about back to the a super regional yeah, play raucous, or whatever, yeah. regional play, yeah. that the interactivity of the fan base is there because it hasn't been. Well, this, this was a wake-up call to me. I thought, honestly, you catch me in an honest moment off the air, 
man. We've had several sports pass it, and baseball's never catching back up. It is this firing that brings me to a place where I say, oh, so you care in, in these kinds of numbers. It's not just a Tallahassee sport. I hope that that carries over because people seem to care about the drama right now, but we'll see if uh, the next head coach can bring them back for, you know, two out of three over Notre Dame or whoever, a top 10 ACC foe in March. That'd be nice. You got to remember that it, it was largely masked by that appearance in the College World Series and the road victory in Baton Rouge that we attended. But the program had been falling off from its previous standard for some time. Um, and I don't want to relitigate that, but that, that had been the case for some time. The World Series births were 8, 10, 12, 17, and 19. That's yeah. it. Yeah. In the so, last 14 so, seasons. So, but the two of the three years, of two of the last three years, he made the College World Series, and those teams weren't great. But baseball's weird, and I document this all the time. And I'm really glad about a few things. I'm glad, A, that the number one seed doesn't win the national championship and hasn't since 1999, and that the number one seed oftentimes – they don't even get to the damn thing. For years, the accusations against Martin was that he'd have these elite teams that couldn't win the national championship, and I'd be like, dude, it's baseball. It, I mean, you got to get a little lucky, too. It happens, man. It takes one bad week, and you lose a series, and you're done. Tennessee led the nation in runs and, and ERA and hosted that regional against an unranked Notre Dame team and got bounced. This is one thing that I'll totally agree on with, I think, 99% of the fan base. I'm glad we don't have to litigate that period anymore. Because I, we still too. did through Mike Martin Jr. Yeah, we did. And now you don't it's have gone. to anymore. I, I was so sick of it 10 years oh, ago. Oh, man, I've been sick, sick of it of forever. It. Because there's just a fundamental lack of understanding of how fickle baseball is. It's very odd. The Pirates sucked to high heaven. We established that. They swept the Dodgers in Los Angeles uh, two weeks ago. Go figure. How's that happen? Lowest payroll in baseball. Team sucks. Swept their ass. But then you'd Baseball's also nuts. there'd be the follow up that he tightened up in the postseason, so you'd relitigate all oh, that, and there might man. be some truth to that as well. He's a right. different dude. But you know what? It's all it's all it's done. all gone. It's all gone. Thank we'll God. have a different conversation for once. Now, especially if you're making over a mill or a mill, now, now you could just have a cut and dry conversation. Just say either winning. Don't have to you're worry not. about feelings getting hurt. It's just here it is. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back to this for a second. Um. In, in terms of the interest in baseball, I think it's it's always there. This is a baseball town. It, it has been for a long time. Tom, Notre Dame is a good example. A, a, a top 12-ranked team had games this year against other top 10-ranked teams in which 380 people showed up. Florida State would sleepily have that fan base roll in there to the tune of three to 4,000 for yeah. any series on a weekend. They just, 80-year-olds just with their pillows coming in to watch baseball like they've done for 50 years. 4,000 of them, no matter what. What I'm saying is the passion, like like season tickets and an event, attending an event in Tallahassee is different than feeling passionately about the sport. Oh, okay, agreed, So, for agreed, example, agreed. you know, big-time moments in a season. And to be sure, there were some good ones this year and some bad ones. There were some big moments. You throw a press conference up on the channel – and it had like 30 views. Yeah. Nobody cares in, at, at that level. When it comes to being passionate about the sport, when you're talking about the FSU fan base as a whole, I agree. The conversation between Tallahassee, the town, and Knowles within it, that and baseball, is very different than the fan base at large. Yeah. But this move, that announcement on Friday, woke, woke the region up Yeah. in a way that I have not seen, I don't know, Be in a long, Florida long time. Florida State baseball still has cachet, and that's what you're excited about because – 
you were reminded of that by the response. Like, oh, All you right. do care. Yeah. That, that was literally my reaction was, oh, you do care. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, so Florida State Baseball still has cachet, and you may be on the verge of bringing home one of your own that has accomplished something away from here, which is what a lot of the fans complained about when Junior was hired, was that he hadn't gone away and proven it on his own, established himself as a head coach, and Again, then come back. don't have to hear it anymore. It's wonderful. But, yeah, so my point would be, here's a guy that was a really good player here. I remember him, watched him play, uh, and then has gone on to do great things in the sport as a head coach elsewhere, prominently took another program that – by the way, again, doesn't invest in baseball all the way to the College World Series. So you have that now on the resume. It, it, it checks all the boxes if that happens. So I do think you'll see a bit of a resurgence in terms of passion because you'd be bringing home one of your own who's done something, who's proven it, right? Who's proven to you he, he can win. Now, the next step for that baseball program to matter the way it once did, and maybe we never get back there. You know, I will admit to you, we may never get back to the games that – I attended, that I was fortunate enough uh, post-graduation to be in town for and, and before graduation all, to be able to sit there and watch the likes of J.D. Drew and those guys that came through here, John Ford Griffin and so many great pitchers and players and names that are synonymous with Forrest, Shane Robbins. We go on and on for days, right? All these guys and all these magical seasons, 50 wins and all this stuff, 40 wins every year. All We may never get back to that. I mean, that stadium was nuts. It was fun. It was a unique time and place. The sport of baseball hadn't suffered the way that it has now and been surpassed by, let's say, so many other activities and sports that young people appreciate more than the slow-moving game of baseball. I appreciate the pace of baseball. We've established that. But 20-year-olds don't. It's to be, you know, We can get into the reasons They for appreciate that. shotgunning beers if you could give them an area to do that right. somewhere. So yeah. that's the next step. You got to renovate the damn stadium. It's a dump. I say it every damn day. I'm always talking about this. I've been talking about it longer than anybody. That goes back. You could probably find a Jeff Cameron show ten years ago where I'm like, man, this this stadium here is getting a little shaky. I mean, I was ringing the alarms. I'd walk in. I'm like, eh, there's some rust and some dust. It's looking a little shaky. The only thing you can do is the baselines with the bleachers that are terrible, one at a time. So pick one. Left field, right field. Which one do you want? And can you construct something that allows people to throw their lawn chairs over there? And you got food trucks out there in the corner, and you create a festive atmosphere. That's just this other thing. Absolutely. So you have covered grandstands with the shade, and then you have this craziness where the students could go sit or something like that. And there it is. You make it an event. The thing, okay, so going back to this, and baseball has figured this out professionally. The SEC and a few other schools around the country have figured this out collegiately. We've got to figure it out. But in Major League Baseball, these new stadiums are, are revenue centers. None of them are standalone baseball stadiums. They're all the battery. They're all Utah Street. They're all these, you know, Yawkey Way. They're all these places, right? Like, now you would go. They are built, the stadium and the surroundings, are built for entertainment and food and music and all of that 365. So the Braves don't even have to be playing and people go to the battery because there's seven restaurants and a bunch of taco trucks and live bands out on the lawn. And, you know, there's all that stuff. You got to do that for baseball collegiately if you can. I mean, I, I, that, that's a lot of schools are never going to commit to that. But if you could... Yes, you could get kids to come because then it's an event. It's not just the game. I like the game. 
I don't need blaring music between every batter. I don't need you to entertain me in that way. I don't have to have, you know, dance music thumping you, at the top of the, you know, it's, decibel it's meter. Yeah. Oft complained about, but you could use a better scoreboard that gives you more information in a way where you don't feel well, like you're well, I don't know what staring doing with at that. Matthew Lesko's jacket, you know? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I but But if you could go to that stadium and there are, like you said, food trucks, there are options, things you could do with your kids who might get bored in the third inning and you need a break. So you go over here to this food truck, you go over here to buy beer and this vendor, you go over here to you know, whatever, get your gear, all this different stuff. You got a restaurant across the street, you got right. another one right over here. It's like if you built it over by College Town. I'd almost expand the gates out over on that green right there, you know, where mm-hmm. in front of the ticket office. Make it a thing. Yeah. Well, build a wiffle ball field for the kids. Oh, that doesn't man. take much. No. I mean, that's what uh, a lot of these ballparks have. Is like, it's just a line for kids. There's a ball and a tee. Yeah. You get three swings at it. You know, there you go. Five bucks. And it's lined around the corner. Yeah. And and I think back, man, I'm so glad my kids are past that age or I'd have to be sitting in that line and it's 100. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the kids don't care. Yeah. I'm like, man, kids will sit in a damn line, won't they? It's crazy. Like, you go to Disney. My kids last year, the, the trip was to Disney World or Epcot, Epcot or whatever it was. <laughs> that, was, that was almost that was almost hilarious oh, man how has nobody ever thought of that before <laughs> man that'd be funny i got a lot of jokes with that one but so you go to epcot and uh what have they done to spaceship earth <laughs> a prince concert broke out <laughs> Like at the Super Bowl that I was at, where yeah. I was like, what oh, yeah. is this phallic? Oh, yeah. What is going <laughs> With the sheets yeah. and the shadow? It you're was like, awesome. No. I was laughing my ass off. I was like, oh, Prince, you're the best. I was cracking up. Anyhow, so what the hell was I talking about before I almost said it? Uh, the kid's trip was to yeah, yeah. Epcot. <laughs> Epcot. <laughs> Pedophiles probably be called the other. But they're like, well, we should go over there to. So, a lot of kids. So the the point would be <laughs> that's awful. I love that the camera just switches to me. They're like you're yeah. on this island, Matthew. You're, knows, you're on your own. I really I can't have be to have part a, of this. I need a button that's for like solo camera. I I'm can't just, be like, part of this. Beep, let, let him beep. bury himself. Uh, so here you go. They were there, and my son comes back. They get back at like you know four o'clock in the morning on the bus. Right? They've been there. They're there all day. They stay at night, and then they leave. And he tells me that they spent the vast majority of the time while they were there. Waiting in a line, two hours, three hours to ride these. Man, there's no way in hell. Never again, never again would I do that. Sit in a line for two hours to ride a ride. Get the hell out of here. It is test track. It's hot as Hades. It. You. I'd have to go a in the dead of winter, and b. I'm I'm fast passing all damn day. I'm there's no chance. They call that uh, the genie pass. I think now they've redone it. But the some of these rides, pass? yeah, I think that's I think that's correct. Why don't they just? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you got to trademark everything. But some of these rides, they get it now. Is if it's a long enough wait, you have little stations where there are activities along the way. So at least you're not doing nothing. Right. That's the smart way to do it. That is the way to do it. <laughs> Epcot. Everybody, Epcot. <laughs> it's the Jeff Cameron Show. 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV.
Cameron Show on a Balls McWednesday. Hope you're well. I do believe. Pull it up there, Tom. Let's see what we got. No, we don't have. Uh... I'm working on it. It's so stupid the way they uh, sort these things out. I agree with you, Tom. I agree with you. It is stupid the way they sort these things out. Kind of curious. Win total. We were talking about the uh, win totals last week of the at least the teams in the Atlantic. You threw a. We were parsing that. We th- you threw a few at me. And I was going to go over the coastal a little bit today, uh, and excited to do so, frankly, uh, because uh, I've got a little bit more information on returning starters and all that kind of stuff. That's that's it's important to have all that stuff. I got it. I got it because I have to manipulate the website, but I know how to manipulate websites, so that's a good thing. How did you manipulate the website? So they don't sort it on this sports book that we wanted to pull from by conference. So it's just randomly listed. It's not even alphabetical for the teams for your, if you're looking for win totals in the Coastal. So you can't do it that way. I just am searching on the webpage by using our old pal Control-F. Oh, yeah. nicely done. A little Control-F control F action. There you go. Or Command-F for you uh, Apple users out there. Yeah. Well, Control-F. That's how we get down. All right. Which of the teams? Do you want the defending champion Pitt Panthers win total there? You want me to guess it? Because I have a feeling that despite losing, uh, at least for Pitt, uh, and, and listen, I know Dan Marino played there, but mm-hmm. trying to replace Kenny Pickett, that's a tall task for Pitt. Uh, I'm going to guess the win total is at nine, nine and a half. Eight and a half. Really? Eight and a half. You like their schedule so much so that you feel like nine is the middle ground? I did. I think they're a good team. Um, look, they they there's a they're, that's a real good team. Actually, they get almost. First of all, they do get virtually everybody back on the offensive line. They get those running backs back. Um, they're a senior laden team. Um, they have a star defensive end, the uh, Baldonado kid. Uh, they have a defensive tackle that's going to go in the draft. Uh, they have a left tackle that's going to go in the draft. They have a potential all-ACC linebacker, Servassier uh, Dennis, by the way, with the name Servassier. That is what we do. That is what we do. My favorite name in college football, Servassier. Yeah! It's one of the more expensive props to play if you're going to go over the 8.5. I am going to go over. It's at minus 125, which in the grand scheme really Not isn't terrible. that expensive. Yeah. I'm going to go over, but that's a good number, eight and a half, because I think they're going to win nine games. So I, it, that, and there are some – if you want to rapid fire that thing quickly, give me give me Pitt's schedule in order. Um, okay, don't. You don't have to. I didn't I didn't lead you in the right path. <laughs> give me one second. Live radio, everybody. There you go. Uh, let's go schedule. I got All right, it. so All they right. start with uh, West Virginia. Win. All right. Tennessee, and that's being played at Pitt. Yeah, they won in Knoxville uh, last year, uh, barely, in, in what was a score fest. Interesting uh, game. That's our bye week, September 10th. It's a 3.30 kick. You want to go up to Pitt to watch Tennessee and no, Panthers play? No, I'm good. Nice stadium. They play where the Steelers play. Uh, coin flip game. Coin flip game. If I'm going to get to nine, got to pick them. I'll take them. All right. Western Michigan. Win. Rhode Island. Win. Georgia Tech. Win. It could be five and zero at that point. Yeah, it could, could be. I well think be. they'll probably more likely be four and four one. But one. Right, okay, yeah. Virginia Tech, that's in Pittsburgh. At Pitt, win. They get a break, and then they travel to Louisville. 
Loss. Wow. Louisville beats them? Pull a, pull a bit of an upset there, yeah. Okay. At North Carolina. Win. Syracuse. Win. At Virginia. Did we get to our total right there? That's a win. Uh, no, because of the coin flip. One, two, you got three, two, maybe. four, five, six. Well, two losses. Louisville and maybe seven. maybe Tennessee. All right, so go ahead. I, I just get, Virginia's a win. All right. Duke. Duke's a win. There it is. We're done. We're there. Right. We're there. And so it doesn't the, even matter when they play Miami. They play Miami at the end of the year. Won't even matter. I'm getting my nine wins. Now, don't fool around and lose to West Virginia on September the 1st. Uh, if you do lose to Tennessee, it's not the end of the world, but I am going to then make sure you, you, you're going to have to make it up somewhere else. So that's either the Louisville game or maybe that last Miami game, something like that. We may be sweating this one out, but I'm going to go over. Next on the ledger, sir. What do you want, Miami, or you want to save that for a little bit? Yeah, I am torn on this. I, I've wrestled with this. A lot of people are all kinds of over on Miami, and I can't remember what that number was. I think it was as high as nine and a half, and I'm going under. It is at eight and a half. Oh. If you take the over, it's even money. It's even money. And if I take the under, what do I get? The under is minus one twenty. Is that right? That's still, again, for a future, for a full season, it's not that expensive. No, but I just, man, that is tough. That Miami, that's a good number. That's a good number. Because they play Texas A&M? They do. Give me that schedule. Bethune-Cookman. Win. Southern Miss. Win. At A&M. Loss. Middle Tennessee State. Win. Break. Then they host North Carolina. Win. At Virginia Tech. Win. They host Duke. Win, Jesus. At Virginia. This schedule's a joke so far, other than the AM game. At win, Virginia sucks. Uh, they got a good quarterback, though. They host us. Win. At Georgia Tech. Win. At Clemson. Ooh, loss. And Pitt comes to town for the final game of the year. Yeah, you that got, sounds like a, an that over. Sounds, that sounds like an over. I'm going to go over the boy, number. Boy. Yeah. Beating Florida State, huh? We could pull the upset and I could lose the wager and I'd be fine with that. There you go. I'd be fine with that. All right, the only other one I want to do, I want to do two. I want to do uh, – got to guess a couple here. I, I do think Virginia is going to be interesting. I have no idea what Vegas is going to do with them because of their coaching situation and the quarterback. They probably overvalue the quarterback. Uh, is it at seven and a half? Seven and a half. Bam, look Nailed at your it. boy. Nailed it. I'm going under all day. Easy under, kids. Easy under. Well, here's the thing. The under is – Moderately expensive, mm. minus one forty. Yeah, because they know damn well that team's not winning. Plus one twenty on the games. overs. Could that induce no. you a little bit? Give me that schedule. No, Virginia sucks. No, they open with the Richmond Spiders. Tough game, but they'll win it. At Illinois, win. It's a strange game. It's a weird game. A lot of navy and orange. Kind of a fun game to watch. Old Dominion, win. At Syracuse, win. At Duke, win. Oh man, what Virginia's a nice got the easiest Jesus. dance. What are we doing? They uh, then host Louisville. Loss. Bye week at Georgia Tech. Win. Miami. Loss. Hosting North Carolina. Loss. Hosting Pitt. My God. Loss. What, what? Home, home, home? That's crazy. Yeah, loss. Uh, they host Coastal Carolina. Win. At Virginia Tech. Oh, there it is for all the marbles. All right. And they're at Virginia Tech? Mm-hmm. Loss. That is on a Saturday. They played that game on the Friday. That's our time. Yeah, it's our Ain't time. their time. We're going. It's our time. Um, I'm going under. I'm going under. And okay. then finally, give me Virginia Tech, and we'll leave it alone. What is the number? Um, I'm going to say their number is six and a half. That's on it. 
Get off your board. (laughs) Good God. Certainly at Epcot, I would. Man. Uh, Plus 120 (laughs) on the over, minus 140 on the under. I'm going over, baby. I'm going over on Vodtech. Give me that Vodtech schedule. Let's let's ride that over. Let's go. This is a segment on uh, College Sportsbook, Matthew. Just take this out. Random picks. At Old Dominion. Win. Hosting Boston College. Remember when Virginia Tech lost to Old Dominion? Yeah, they do. Uh, and Richmond, they lose those teams all the yeah, time. They're, they're forever choking, but they're going to beat Old Dominion. William and Mary. I like them to beat Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Go, oh. uh, they host Boston College. It'll be a night kick at Lane, 8 p.m. on the ACC Network. Oh, big matchup there. 2-0. Hwafford. Win. West Virginia. That's Where? a Thursday Where? night kick Where? in Blacksburg. Uh, okay, win. So they get a pseudo buy mm. to travel to. So I have them 3-0? You Is have that right? F- you have them 4-0. 4-0, Jesus. Yeah. Next. Pseudo by, they travel to North Carolina. Loss. At Pitt. Loss. Miami in Blacksburg. Loss. Bye week at NC State. Loss. Georgia Tech. Win. At Duke. Win. At Liberty. Win. We're over. That's seven. Wow. We get there. Seven. With one game to spare against the Hoos. Thank God they're playing all those bums. Old Dominion and Wofford. Aren't hearing a lot of ACC overs? Are they all overs? Uh, I think they were. No, I went under Virginia. Sorry, I didn't I? You did. Okay. I think I did. I think I went under Virginia. Yeah, but I did. Yeah, did we did? Okay, last one. Yeah, I know. Here you go, guys. North Carolina. Let's go. All right. Get your bookies on the line. That number. The goats. It's exceedingly high. You can play the goats for not, this. Not Brady goats. Uh, Billy goats. Yeah. These are these are your fraudulent goats right here. So North Carolina strikes me as a top 40 team, but not a top 25 team. I would say that win total, they may even improve because that quarterback was a bum. Um, what? Sam Hell? Yeah, he sucked. Oh, um, wow. Let's see. I'm going to go with... It's a take. Yeah, I never thought he was very good. He's an NFL bum. Yeah, no well, He's a way late rounds NFL bum. None of this nonsense people were Throwing out there, oh, he's going to go the first round. What the hell are you looking at? He's a midget. He doesn't have much of an arm. He's not all that athletic. Sorry, little person. Um, okay, North Carolina, uh, the number is eight and a half. Seven and a half. Oh, that's a good number, Tom. You'll get plus money on the over, plus 115, mm. and uh, the expense is minus Whoa. 135. Minus 135 on the under. I'm struggling here. I like. I think I'm leaning towards eight, but I don't trust their defense at all. Well, perhaps the schedule might. Let's go. Let's go. I'm worried about this. I don't like it, Tom. I don't like it. Hosting Florida A&M on Saturday, August 27th. Uh, Unfortunately, they're going to win that game. At Appy State. Uh, Ooh, good game. Uh, They'll win that game. At Georgia State. By the way, Josh Downs is still there. Hmm. Damn it. Uh, at Georgia State win. Mm-hmm. By week, host Notre Dame. Oh, good game. Come good, on. Good game. Notre Dame. Gotta be. Probably. Probably, yeah. I'll take Notre Dame. One team plays defense. Virginia Tech. Uh, where? That is in Chapel Hill. What did you pick for Virginia Tech? I, I think I, th- I I think I had Carolina. I think I had Carolina. I think I'll, I'll take Carolina there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Lee Sterling, I think you played both. At Miami. <laughs> That's a loss. Uh, at Duke. That's a win. Yeah, another bye week because they started early. Uh, they host Pitt. Great game. That's going to be the difference maker right there. That's the one. Saturday, October 29th. 
I'm gonna, I, I don't know what I picked there. I'm, 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 I've got problems here. <laughs> I don't know. Tony Grimes is going to seal the deal, right? Listen, Slovis is the quarterback. He's the kid yeah. that came over from USC. Southern Cal. Yeah. I don't like him from what I've seen of him. I don't think he's very good. But but they've got both lines of scrimmage coming back. They do, and so I'll give them a win there. All right. Uh, who? What was the game? The North Carolina. <laughs> <Pitt>. <laughs> You're going to give it to Pitt? I'm going to give it to North Carolina. What? Okay. <laughs> no, oh, no. All right. At Virginia. <laughs> win. All right. At Wake. Ooh. 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 Truest field. What do we got going on here? Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Well, welcome into the big time ACC tilt. Um, Wake, Wake wins. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how many losses is that for North Carolina? I think Matthew, you four, four, five, four losses, four maybe. All right, so they've got two games to go. Mm. Georgia Tech win. All right, finally Friday, the same day we play. Mm. Black Friday, NC State. That's a loss. Yes, it is. So I mean that's close, man. That's like seven or eight. It's it's boy. That's a also of, a lot of juggling. Thankfully, we agreed, rightly so, only to host Florida if you got a primetime kick because the the slated time for North Carolina, North Carolina State is either 12, 1 p.m. or three thirty. They don't even know yet, but it's not a night kick. So NC State's like, what the hell? Yeah, we got the World <laughs> Cup to watch. What are we doing? We got the yeah. World Cup to watch, and you're having us play North Carolina. Oh man, that's gonna be fun. That is a lot of fun. Hey, see, this is good. We're getting to that time of year where we can, you know, we're almost in July. When we get to July, we got the ACC kickoff. Everything locks in. But right now, we just skirt around here on the periphery, coming up with some win totals. 30 days away. Need to hear that Radio Row email. That's what I'm looking for. I haven't received it yet. Either of you, right? Let's go. Let's go. Let's handle that. I'll get my coffee, but I won't have to race this time because I know we're not, we're going to try to avoid uh, 8 a.m. interviews. Uh, like we had with our guy. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, what are we doing? There's no reason to be. I mean, unless unless I have they're going to give you Slovis. Unless I have to interview Norvell at eight a.m. <laughs> You're going to get Slovis like. at eight a.m. I'm up early anyhow, but I just don't want to race down there first thing in the morning. I want to enjoy my coffee. I want to chill the hell out. I want to you know check things out. No, that no, no, you got so and so. That's the one downside of the ACC kickoff is that they they always throw you a rando, and the rando's never good. It's never like. Oh, hey, look, you've got well, I mean I'll I'll keep Be it on careful. I'll keep it above board. But I'll talk actual players instead of comparing them to women. But no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say like, oh look at that, your your rando is Selma Hayek. Oh my god, what a gift. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm saying that would be the greatest random of all time. But then it's it's never that. It's never that. It's like it's Roseanne. Um so every time that we do this, they go, Hey, Here's your random that you have to do so, because we're also giving you Dabo Sweeney. And you're like, oh, great, I got Dabo, but I have to interview the linebacker from Boston College. He's a bum. And so you're like, oh, but Clearly no, not Ke- or Keekly. Ke- no, no, yeah. no, no, it would be yeah. somebody else. It would be somebody else. Duke's running back. Let's race over there and say somebody else. North Carolina's – yeah, yeah du- du- Duke's running back. Right, i got to go talk to this kid. And nobody cares. Well, that's where you just don't air that one, you know? You keep it just in case. But I still have to be there to do it, and it's like at 8 a.m. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Listen, if your next interview's at noon, and they give you a rando Duke running back at 8 a.m., that's a kick in the boys. It is. It it's is. just wrong is what it is. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Speaking 
of my friends at Hamilton Home Loans, who you heard during the break there, or referenced during the break there. My friend uh, Shannon, a call today, if that's uh, something you're looking at, you want to have a, a pleasurable mortgage experience. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be, especially if you get really good information and the process is um, not intimidating because you know how and why it's going the way that it is. And you get great rates, cutting edge technology, all those things. That is a five-star mortgage experience from the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans. Chad and Shannon will hook you up. They'll do the right thing by you. They'll talk a little football, a four-state football while you're at it. All you got to do is give them a call today, 844-FSU-LOAN. They have helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands at this point, um, four-state fans uh, get a home loan and get these great rates of which I speak. So 844-FSU-LOAN, also FSUHomeLoans.com if you want to look them up online. Uh, You ready to do some probables, my friend? We should cue it up. It's time for how you say with the pitching uh, probables. Well, good to be at a baseball game, even one in which my boys lost. Had the four to two lead late and gave it up in a big way, but it was it was fun to be there. It was fun to fun to just sit back and watch a little baseball. Braves got a really good team. I you know it's one of the things when you're watching, you can just see the pressure that that lineup puts on you. You're like, damn man. There's a lot of pop there. They can swing it from both sides of the plate. There's speed. Figures they did win it all. Uh, Miami and Philadelphia are in the sixth inning of a one to nothing ball game. The Marlins lead it. Daniel Castano and uh, Castano and Kyle Gibson. White Sox are up nine to nothing on Detroit. That game is in the fifth. Vince Velasquez definitely outdoing Alex Fado. Six to one Houston in the first inning. Wow. Luis Garcia starting for Houston, and whoever the bum is for Texas got lit up. Tyson Miller. Miller went into the game with an ERA of 18. Ooh. I don't think that improved. No. No, sir. Time to send him back down, boys. Reds, D-backs starting shortly. Luis Castillo and Zach Gallen. We got the Royals and the Giants, Jonathan Heasley and Sam Long. Twins, Mariners, Sonny Gray and Marco Gonzalez. Braves, Nats, Spencer Strider, Eric Feedy. Rays, Yankees. Ooh. Shane McClanahan. McClanahan! Nestor Cortez goes for the Yanks. Orioles. Orioles, Blue Jays, Bruce Zimmerman, Jose Barrios. What a slate. What a slate. A's, Red Sox, James Caprillian and Josh Winkowski. Winkowski. What a fun name for a pitcher. Uh, Brewers, Mets, Corbin Burns, David Peterson. See my Pirates break up the no-hitter with two outs and two strikes in the ninth last night? Yes. Suck it, Miles. Broke your heart in a 9-1 win. I know it did. (laughs) We're starting one of our talented rookies. Good job, Pittsburgh, calling him back up. Rosie Contreras going to get the start. Rosie? Rosie. Outstanding. Yeah. Uh... He is uh, starting. He's one and one. He's he's been up and then he went down. Now they're, they're calling him back. Jack Flaherty, only Flaherty, starts tonight for the Cardinals. Cardinals are just drubbing Pittsburgh as the Pirates have been drubbed by all who've played them for about the better part of two weeks. We were outperforming 
our win total pace there that I bet on the over with uh, right before this 10-game losing streak. <laughs> Padres, Cubs, Ryan Weathers, and Caleb Killian. Guardians, Rockies, Connor Pilkington. Ugh, freaking Pilkington's here again. Austin Gomber goes for the Rockies. And finally, Angels, Dodgers, Reed Detmers, Tyler Anderson. By the way, if you uh, didn't read the story, that was pretty funny. In the midst of a 12-game losing streak for the Angels, Joe Madden decided to get a mohawk to try to loosen the clubhouse. They fired him before he could th- any of the players could see it. <laughs> nice mohawk, Joe. Have a good day. You're fired. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. Always like Joe, but he's had a good run. He's had a good run. We're done. Hey, about twenty-five seconds. Hey, hey, but that means that there's only four hours, three minutes, and twenty seconds. Go bolts! Until you get to tune into the War Chant Recruiting Chat right here tonight, seven p.m. <laughs> the Recruiting Chat with recruiting Michael chat, Langston. Seven o'clock. Michael Langston's been kicking ass and taking names. There've been good things to report lately. He'll be doing it again tonight at seven o'clock. War Chant TV. Don't miss it. Be well, everybody. <laughs>